Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales and marketing coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, her zone of genius is her ability to empathize and support people as they face barriers in their everyday lives that derail their intentions to make healthy choices. And these keen abilities allow her to empower people to stay on track and achieve their health and wellness goals. So I am super excited to introduce Diana Carr. Now, Diana is a health and nutrition coach, personal trainer, and founder of Be Well Health Coaching. Now, after 13 years of working in data privacy, Diana decided to pursue her passion for nutrition and focus her career on health coaching. Now, living in Northern Virginia with her husband and two children, Diana takes a holistic and personalized approach with her clients. And though her primary focus is nutrition, Diana believes that the key to overall health is finding the right balance between diet, exercise, stress management, self-care, and sleep. Now, ultimately, Diana wants everyone she works with to eat well, live well, and be well. Well, welcome, Diana. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you so much for having me, Wendy. Yeah, absolutely. And I just love how you're helping people in all the dynamics and complexities and chaos of life, right, to become healthier and happier. So I can't wait to hear more about this and, and the work you're now doing. So Diana, always top of mind question for me is exactly what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? Yeah, you know, I'm so glad you asked because my, you know, journey into starting my business was a very, is very personal um, based on my own health. Um, it's a, you know, long story short, I was diagnosed with a autoimmune GI issue back in 2015 and mm. put on medication that I was told I would have to be on for the rest of my life. Oh my gosh. Fast forward to 2018 and I just really didn't feel well. I was constantly nauseous, fevers, migraines, just always oh. felt like I had something going on and you know, as a mom of two young children, I just assumed, oh, I'm probably catching whatever bug they're bringing home from daycare. Mm -hmm. um, but after a couple of months went by, I said, you know what? I really need to figure out what's going on. So I went to see my doctor. I got some blood work done. And a few days later, she called me in a panic and said, your kidney levels are off the chart. I need you to go straight to the emergency room. Oh my goodness. So 
after a number of testing, you know, weeks of testing, biopsies, ultrasounds, they determined that that medication I was put on back in 2015, all of a sudden was causing an allergic reaction in my body and damaging my kidneys. So I had to get pulled off the medication and then I had to navigate. I had these GI issues now that were unmedicated. I now had impaired kidney function. And so I really had to turn to diet and lifestyle changes. And, you know, after I started making some of those changes, it was incredible how much better I felt. And that's when I just, I fell in love with nutrition. And I, you know, I talked to my husband and I said, I think I want to pursue this as a new career. Um, And he was super supportive. So I enrolled in grad school. Um, I decided to get a master's in nutrition education. And about halfway through that program, I thought, you know, I want to get into coaching. I want to be able to work one-on-one with people on preventative you know, health and wellness. And I always wanted to start my own business. And I thought this kind of, all the stars were aligning and I just thought this would be the perfect path. That's that moment of clarity when everything seemed to be coming all together with your passion and a, a feeling of purpose and, and realizing it sounds like, you know, you're really tapped into the fact that you love working one-on-one with people on their own journeys versus, you know, as a graduate student, that leads you down a road of perhaps, I don't know, being another uh, instructor or possibly working uh, in a different capacity. So, so it sounds like you stepped out of that path, contrary to what other people might have thought. And what are you crazy? You're quitting school. You know, and and really leaned into what you felt was the biggest impact that you could be making in a way that sounds like it fills your heart. That's right. It does. It, it definitely it's where I can kind of take what I think I'm good at and where my passions lie and kind of marry marry them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the ultimate recipe. Is more like it. The recipe for success is when you combine those things because that that helps you to get through some of these barriers that come up in building a business because that's not so easy. We'll get to that in a second. But so 2018 is when you started making those huge shifts in your own health and wellness. So how long have you had your own coaching practice and has your business mission or vision evolved over the course of that time? Yeah. So I officially launched my business in June of 2021. So it's been about two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, my vision and passion has, has always been to work with busy women, specifically moms to help them prioritize their overall well-being. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm a busy mom, you know, that's who I am. That's who I resonate with. I know the struggle is real when you're spending so much of your energy putting everyone else's well-being ahead of yours that often you know it takes the back seat um you know in, in my case something big had to happen that kind of woke me up and said you know you really need to start prioritizing your own physical and mental health or you're not going to be the mom you want to be exactly and so, yeah um, that's, you know, that's been my passion since starting. That's still very much my passion. I would say if anything, um, I've just kind of expanded my focus a little, you know, when I started, I was really, you know, focused in on the nutrition aspect and that's still a big part of what I do. Um, mm-hmm. but I wanted to really round out my skill set, become more holistic because it is a, a bigger picture. It isn't just what you eat. It is all these other aspects, your sleep, your physical activity. Um, and so I, I went down the path of getting certified as a personal trainer and really trying to like expand my offerings 
So I would say who I serve hasn't changed, but how I'm serving them has evolved a little bit. Got it. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense because it is more complex than making sure we eat the the four food groups or, you know, organic foods or right. uh, the quantities and the qualities, those kinds of things that create that overall feeling of energy and excitement and, and that endurance that, that we all really want, especially as moms, where we want right. to keep up with our kids for a good right. We want to be sitting on the park bench all the time. Right. So yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way in building your business? Yeah. So, you know, I would say overall, um, everyone around me has been super supportive, which is great. That's, that um, is really good. Yeah. And rare because sometimes uh, people are trying to help you by saying, oh, are you sure? You sure you want yep. to? So that's great. And that I had a good support team. Yeah. And I think, you know, there was a little bit of that, but I think overall, you know, the the people around me, the people closest to me have been super supportive. Um, but you know, again, it hasn't been without its challenges. I, I think for me, the transition. So, you know, I'm I mentioned I'm a career changer. And so I left a very well-paying, somewhat high-profile career um, mm. to open my business and basically start from scratch. Um, so, you know, with that, you know, obviously came a major pay cut. Um, you know, I, my focus was totally different. My, my LinkedIn profile looks very different. Um, and so there's obviously some doubt when you're doing that, when you're, you know, at that point and it's like, am I making the right decision? Am I going to be successful at this? You know, I was really successful in my former career, but that was so different. Like, can, can Mm -hmm. I be successful at this too? You know, will my new career be taken seriously? Because it kind of is not part of that, you know, maybe traditional uh, profession. Um, So there was definitely a risky, um, but like I said, I am very fortunate that I have a good support system of people around me um, that have been kind of cheerleaders along the way. Yeah, no, that that is great. And it is a, a big shift oftentimes that we're on one path and looking like that's our career path. And then, like you said, life dealt you a, a huge wake up moment mm-hmm. where you realize that, okay, this is more important to me. And right. not only that, but this is a, a passion that is driving me to a, a new purpose. And right. so- it takes a lot of courage to to get off of that one track and step onto a completely new track that you have no prior history in as far as everyone mm-hmm. else understands, but you've probably right. been doing some things and there's also been some qualities and characteristics that served you so well in that career that are also serving you in this career. But I'm I'm curious in in those times early in this process or that phase of business what did you do? Maybe can you share a technique that you utilized to support yourself, to empower yourself, to feel, yes, this is the track I want to run on now. And yes, I do have what it takes. Is yeah. there anything you can share that, that helped you in those moments of questioning? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, for me, the, the biggest shift was focused on like redefining what success means in this new career, because I think it's very different than what success meant in my former profession. Um, You know, 
it's not about titles or, or salary anymore. Right now, I'm more focused on impact, the people I get to serve, the people I get to work with. It's so fulfilling to me to see a client, you know, meet their weight loss goal or be able to do something they've never been able to do before in the gym. And so, you know, it's really about focusing on those wins and being centered on my why of like why I'm doing this and, you know, tapping into that passion because as much as, you know, maybe I was successful in my former career, it never lit me up like what I do now. Yeah. Um, and so and that's worth know, a lot, right? To absolutely. receive that feeling of woohoo. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Or at the end of the five days, Friday afternoon, did you ever feel like woohoo? Well, right. I mean, I remember but, uh, I used to not feel frequently. Yeah. I used to feel this, like almost this like sense of dread on Sunday evenings before having oh, yeah. to kind of tackle a new work week. And I, I never yes. feel that now. Now it's oh, always like, awesome. cool, well, like what's, what's this week going to bring? And it's always mm-hmm. different and I'm meeting new people and I'm trying new things. And, you know, I'm always just, right. it's, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. It's just so, so inspiring, right? It just makes you feel like, oh yeah, this is the entrepreneurial dream is real. And being an entrepreneur is not that easy, but when it's driven by the passion and purpose and focus from deep within, why it, it allows us to get over some of those hurdles and and roadblocks. And speaking of that, I'm going to lean into something that I love sales and marketing, (laughs) but you know, Diana, you're obviously an expert at helping people to fall in love with healthiness and to take great care of themselves, but sales and marketing. Now, this is an area that might feel a little different in terms of your skill set. Do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of building a successful business? Yes. So I think you're hitting on probably my two biggest challenges and the parts of the business that really take me out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, in a lot of ways, I would say they're the most challenging parts of the job. Um, you know, from a marketing standpoint, it's, it's overwhelming to me because I feel like it's, it takes so much time and I know I need to be doing more, but it's really hard to find the time among serving clients and and managing the other parts of the business to put what is needed to be, you know, successful at marketing and, I think there's some aspect of me that kind of knows what to do, but not a hundred percent sure. And then also feeling like I don't have the resources at the time to kind of commit to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on the sales side, gosh, it's probably even like where I'm most out of my comfort zone. And I think for me, it's because, you know, I, I got into this and my primary goal is I want to support people. I want to help people with their wellness journeys And so I never want cost to be the reason why, you know, people can't or decide that not to work with me. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, you know, what I do, what I offer is valuable. And I, you know, I went through grad school and I got all these certifications and, you know, a lot of that can be really expensive. And so it's really just trying to find that balance. And it's the part that, that always kind of trips me up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I totally understand that. And you're definitely not alone in terms of both of those frustrations and challenges. One with the fact that marketing can be very consuming, just depends on the strategy that you're using, but it sounds like you are creating a lot of content-based marketing, and that does take a lot of time, energy, especially we haven't talked about the fact I'm assuming you do have one or two kids. That's right. Yep. Two kids. 
mm-hmm. your kids. Okay. So they want your time. And yes. we all know that you're giving time to your own health and wellness. Right. <laughs> right? Okay. And your clients. So then we've got to add into that. Okay. Now creating content to put out there. And so, yeah, there are very specific strategies to be able to create people's awareness around the work that you do that doesn't consume all your time. Now, the focus of this conversation is not to go deep into that, but there, trust me, there are some ways to be more efficient in that, Mm -hmm. in that arena. But the thing that I heard you speak to as being more of an issue is, is the actual enrollment process, or mainly it sounds like just money, the, the fee, you know, your, your work, the value of the work that you do and not everybody can afford that. Well, that's, that's true. It's kind of the downside of being so compassionate, right? We want to serve and support everybody to achieve that level of, of healthiness and that level of success in that area of life, because you know how great it feels, right? The fact is you physically cannot support everybody. That's you right. Don't have the time period. You have mm-hmm. all these other things that you're prioritizing in your life. And you, you love working with people at an individual level. So right there, time is a filter, right? You can't work with everybody. So the people that you do work with, you're already saying no to certain people, just the sheer fact you can't work with everybody. So when we rephrase it and we take the, oh, I want to work with you, but you can't afford me. So when we take that part of it out and just look at it simply as the fact that there's just one of you, Diana, right? the way that you work with people, there's only so many people you can work with, period. So that's one perspective I wanted to share with you and just hopefully ease a little bit of that almost guilt that I sensed Mm -hmm. that's kind of coming up when you do value the transformation, you do know that you bring a life-changing transformation to people and you're a professional. You have walked through this journey yourself and you can shortcut this journey for so many others that they don't have to go through years and years and years of trying to figure this out. You know, Mm -hmm. the quick and easy path and the individual path. And that's worth a lot of money because quite frankly, we don't go to a top surgeon and expect them to change their fee after looking at our tax return. We make choices in life. So here's one thing that I feel support you to always be speaking with the people that do understand what's at stake if they keep ignoring their health and making those those bad choices. And that comes down to your marketing messaging in a way that you're making it clear who you work with. And when you work with people that understand that their healthiness is truly a priority already, it's something that they're frustrated with their inability to stay with their intentions. And they understand that it is already making a, a, an impact on their ability to show up as a mom. Mm. And so the reason I bring this up is because then the people that are attracted to you through your content or through your marketing means are already people 
that have a deeper sense of value. And when you speak with people who already value something, they're more apt to be the ones who will easily invest at that level that your rates are. Mm -hmm. So it comes down to that initial messaging and staying true to that in terms of always speaking with the people that do already understand that their lack of ability to follow through with their healthy plan is impacting their ability to show up at work and be productive or as a parent, as a mom, and be that loving, patient person or going all in and, and you know being the person that they want to be. So hopefully that helps a little bit. It's just, we could go on and on and on, and I don't want to, but it's, it's being very clear who you work with in a way that is speaking their language, in a way that's speaking to their fears and not necessarily teaching how to eat better, but it's, it's speaking more to the fact that if you continue on this path of neglecting or not doing what it, what you know you should be doing to stay healthy, the impact on other aspects of your life are going to become bigger than you really want to endure. So anyway, enough about that, but hopefully this has landed for you in terms of just really being careful and specific in your marketing. That's super, super helpful. So thank you so much for that. And I think, I I think you're exactly right. I think you're hitting it on the in the head and it's something that I can definitely improve upon is, is getting that messaging. Yeah. uh, yeah. You know, tailored a little bit. We know you can help everybody, but you, you really can't help everybody. Sure. Right. (laughs) And so it's best to work with those who, who are willing to invest in themselves Mm -hmm. at at that level to make that big shift in their lives, because that's who you love working with is, is the people that are able to go, you know, at that higher level of commitment. So it's interesting to me because as we speak about, well, how do we help and serve those who do want to make shifts in their lives with their healthy, healthy intentions, chat GPT or any other, you know, Claude or Jasper, there are so many other artificial intelligence platforms out there now, but it has just become more and more that people are utilizing artificial intelligence as a resource to create efficiencies or action plans or clarity around certain aspects of life challenges. So I would love to hear your perspective in terms of, can somebody simply go to chat GPT and say, Hey, I I can't seem to stick to my healthy diet. I want to eat these foods, but I have cravings. uh, And I, I, I binge eat and I can't seem to get out of this pattern. Give me five steps to help me stay on a healthy pattern. Is that a valid approach? Can people, you know, really make huge shifts in their life based on what artificial intelligence can provide? So I don't think so. I mean, I think AI is helpful for idea generation. um, But when you're talking about uh, a person's very personal wellness journey, what we need to understand is that everyone is very bio-individual, right? There's no two people out there that are exactly alike. And what works for one person is not going to work for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so I think it really takes that human to human interaction 
to really get to know someone and understand their challenges. You know, another thing that I think AI is lacking is empathy, right? And in yeah. understanding what it's like yeah. to be a, a parent of young kids and be working a full-time job and trying to fit in time to go to the gym and having other family responsibilities and trying to meal plan and, oh, I need to also fit in self-care and I need to be sleeping seven to nine hours a week. Exactly. Uh, you know, <laughs> they're no not going to have... No, there's no way that ChatGTP could ever understand that kind of complexity. So that's right. And so I think that's where I show the value to my clients is because I can relate to all of that. Um, and I also would never recommend anything to any client that I haven't done myself. Right. And so that's another differentiator, obviously, from AI. You know, if I'm going to recommend an elimination diet, it's likely, you know, it's because I've done that same elimination diet before. I know what it takes to go through that process or to train for a specific uh, fitness event or, you know, work through these things. And I think that's where the value is, is having someone who's walked in those shoes, who's done, you know, who's struggled with the same types of things and then can tell you, you know, well, here's how I was able to navigate it. Why don't you try this? You know, have that back and forth conversation. I don't think you're ever going to get that in an artificial intelligence capacity. Well, and to your point uh, from earlier in our conversation where you were talking about having a medication that suddenly your body became allergic to. Right. And having to then adjust and adapt and, and really tailor a whole new meal plan nutrition that's going to support your unique body's state of being. So there, right. there are a lot of health complexities at stake that simply getting uh, the latest and greatest diet or like you said, elimination diet can be really risky. Right. Yeah. So, That's so right. there's a lot at stake and, and just the overall, um, like you said, the complexities of, okay, I've just spent 20 hours today doing everything <laughs> for everybody else. And the last thing I want to do is do anything for me. How do we, how do we instill or install that, that sense of passion for one's self-care? And, and those are things that you have the brilliance around that is just part of your unique zones of genius. So I love that. Well, so I'm curious, Diana, how do you work with people who, well, moms, right? Busy moms mm -hmm. who want to finally achieve that highest level of health and well-being that they're capable of in spite of or in addition to life's complexities. Can you share a few specifics about your approach? Sure. Yeah. So I take a very holistic approach in working with my clients because it's typically not just one, one piece. Um, you know, there may be some dietary, you know, challenges, but, and, and then there's exercise and there's, there's self-care, there's mindset, there's the accountability factor. There's so many pieces that kind of come into your overall well-being um, that I take this, you know, very, very holistic approach. I spend time getting to know my clients to really understand their goals, really understand their challenges. And then we approach those in a very methodical kind of step-by-step way, um, typically starting with diet, um, but then really navigating the rest of it based on where, where they're struggling. You know, I, I want to always meet my clients where they're at because people come to me for all different reasons and at all different stages. And so it's very important to, you know, meet, meet them where they're at. 
um, and then come up with a very achievable long-term plan. Because that's really what it's all about. We're talking about long-term diet and lifestyle changes that you can keep up with for the rest of your life. I don't believe in these like quick fix uh, approaches that people can maybe hang on to for a couple of weeks and mm-hmm. then they fa- those fall to the wayside. And right. so I think it's less overwhelming that way too. If we talk about, you know, small changes that snowball into big changes over time. So I'm asking you to take, you know, one action and practice that for, you know, a week, and then let's add on a second action. Um, because I recognize that this isn't the only thing going on in someone's life right? Um, They have their families and their jobs and all these other things. And so I don't want this wellness journey to feel overwhelming and feel unachievable. Um, It's not a race. It's, it's a marathon. It's a journey, you know, and it's all about just progress over perfection. I say that to my clients all the time. It's let's just move the needle forward. And as long as we're moving forward or we're making progress, I mean, that's success. Um, And so, you know, I really take time. Like I have a program, I have a process I follow but it really is very individualized um, when I'm working with people. Yeah, no, I love that. And just the fact that you're also giving them this feeling of, of not only hope, but empowerment that is a bigger picture here. And I don't have to become this wonder woman in 60 days to feel like it's successful. I love how you just drop it into, okay, this, this is a success. This is a win, you know, That's right. reframing what a win is. It, it isn't right. necessarily dropping 20 pounds. It isn't necessarily dropping two sizes, you know, waist sizes. It's how do you feel? How are you showing up? You know, how are you sleeping? Are you still feeling this insatiable need to, have an entire bag of Doritos, you know, all those things, you know, where we're assessing along the way so that it, it is that bigger journey of, of, uh, of a lifetime versus to get into the swimming suit for the January vacation. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you said the word empower, and that's the way I love to think of it too. It's really empowering people to, to have the confidence that they can do this, that mm-hmm. it is achievable. And, you know, we make, it's one step at a time, right? One foot in front of the other. It doesn't have to be these big drastic changes. We're talking about, you know, again, small changes will snowball into big changes if you're consistent with them. And I think when you break it down into these smaller pieces, it's much easier to implement and way less like overwhelming for people. Yeah, it isn't doom and despair. It's it's actually- That's right. Hey, I can do this. It's that's right. I I can do this. That is possible. So I love that. Well, how can listeners learn more about you and this great work you're doing, Diana? Yeah. So um, I offer uh, complimentary initial consults. I'm always open to to chatting with people and just kind of understanding where they're at, what they're looking for. Um, Those can be booked directly on my website. It's bewell-healthcoach.com. Um, and then I'm also, you know, as best as I can pushing out information on Facebook. I know I I do struggle a little bit on the marketing front, but I am pushing stuff out, you know, on a pretty regular basis. So you can uh, follow me on Facebook at be well with Diana and Diana has two ends. Okay. Fantastic. So, so this initial consult, is that, uh, where 
that's free or is that complimentary or? Yes. Complimentary. Um, it's a 30 minute zoom call and um, yeah, very generous. Okay. Terrific. So they can find the link to that on your website, which is be well dash healthcoach.com. Correct. That's right. Yes. That's right. And also follow you on Facebook. Yes. All right. Fantastic. Well, Diana, you have already shared so many golden nuggets here during our conversation, but if I could tap on you one last time, uh, in looking at your own experience in building your business, mm-hmm. what's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's, you know, maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business, or they're doubting their ability to succeed? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is, you know, remember why you started your business uh, to begin with. And really, as much as you can stay focused on that, why, you know, at the beginning, you're so passionate, there's so much that's like driving you. And I feel like along the way, if you can just keep centered and focused on that, why, it really helps. And I think the rest will really fall into place as long as you're staying kind of true to yourself and true to your passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's powerful to just, because in, in the midst of the chaos, sometimes it's difficult to remember that moment of inspiration and clarity, right? That lit the mm-hmm. fire. So yeah, that's right. that's powerful. I love that advice. Thank you so much for sharing that. And, you know, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from your previous successful career where you were on that path and earning that income and probably had the 401k and the name <laughs> on the door and you know maybe the nice car and the fancy suit going to work. Yep. <laughs> and then health, your health started becoming a bigger and bigger issue and in a severe way mm-hmm. and dealt that, that card that said, Hey, you know what? You're, you're off to the emergency room. There's something serious going on. You're a mom You've got little ones constantly feeling sick and realizing that, oh my gosh, there's a whole lot going on here that needed your immediate attention, which started you on this, this new priority of, of your own healthiness, of taking your own, doing your own research and taking the, the reins on your well-being and realizing that, oh my gosh, I can, I don't have to go to a, a pill or a procedure. I can make a choice in the grocery store. I can make a choice on my dinner table. I can make a choice. Mm-hmm. And it's not only impacting me, it's it's healthiness for my whole family. Everybody's doing mm-hmm. better, right? Mm-hmm. And realizing, oh my gosh, this is something, what I've discovered is so powerful that you just had this insatiable appetite to want to share it and empower others. And so taking that courage and now leaning into, you know, this impactful work that you're doing as a health and nutrition coach, as well as personal trainer and starting your own business, the founder of Be Well Health Coaching, where you're helping people, empowering people, right? To eat well, live well, and be well. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. And I, I learned a lot as well. So thank you for, for your expertise. Yeah, absolutely. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Diana Carr through her website. And that is bewell-healthcoach.com. Be sure to sign up for that initial consult that she's offering. It sounds like it's uh, she shares 
no doubt a lot of insight and awareness. So that sounds like a great opportunity and also follow her on, on Facebook. All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassion-based selling, where you've fully supported your potential clients' decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales and Marketing Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Diana Carr. And as always, here's to your success.